0: what is up y'all it is your girl chanel and welcome to season two episode two of the candid talk with chanel podcast need to get me some good theme music going on <laughs> i hope that you all are well i hope that you are safe i hope that you are healthy and of sound mind i wanted to check in this is going to be a brief or short episode i should say it's not going to be as long and and as involved what is going on with me i can't talk tonight (laughs) as the first one um i literally just got off of my peloton bike i had to get my workout in and yes i do get my workouts in during these crazy hours because it's when I have time, when my husband is home, he's upstairs with the baby, they're both sleeping, and I am able to just have some me time, some self-care time, and my fitness journey is very important to me, and I block out time at least two to three days out the week, um, barring my husband's work schedule, where I get my workout in (laughs) Um, and I'm going to have an episode dedicated to my mom journey as well as my postpartum fitness journey. We're going to merge those two um, topics together and um, I'll hit you with that maybe by episode three. Today's episode, I more so wanted to talk about how there is power in pushing through our fear. A lot of us you know have various of dreams that we want for our lives um goals that we want to achieve but we allow our fear to stop us and this has been a theme of conversations that I have had recently with family and friends and um I was just reminded that there's still a lot of us who allow our fear to cripple us and to hinder us from really going after the life that we really want to live. Um, And I get it. I'm human just like y'all are, right? Fear could be a, a real thing. It is a very real thing. There's something... Today, I was shaking in my boots about something, but I pushed through it because I understand that the outcome could be even greater than I could have ever imagined, right? And, um, you know, I'm glad that I was able to push through. So, it's important that you follow me on these three platforms, right? Aside from listening to this podcast, so, on Instagram, if you follow me at Complexed Simplicity09, Facebook, if you follow me at Complexed Simplicity, and if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is also Complexed Simplicity, there are times where I drop bonus vlog episodes, right? And um, throughout the spring into this early summer, I was dropping vlogs where I was sharing. Um, a new journey that I'm on that'll also have its own podcast episode, Um, a music journey that I've been on. If you don't know, I do sing, right? And I dropped an EP in 2017 entitled The Complex Simplicity of Me. And I wrote all the songs on that EP and my brother produced all the music. And it was a labor of love that I uploaded on SoundCloud. Now... Ever since 2017 I have been consistently writing and flexing my songwriting muscle. I love to write songs that is my thing, right? I actually think I'm pretty good at it. I'm continuously flexing this muscle to get better. End of April I was referred to a management team. If you if you happen to catch any of these bonus vlogs, you kind of know how this story goes. But I was referred to work with the management team to sing references because the songwriter that they manage, he's a dope and amazing, brilliant songwriter, but he cannot sing. So they needed someone to sing the songs and he predominantly writes a lot of songs for women, for a woman to sing. So they needed a woman to sing these songs. So. From the onset of me being referred to this management team, I had to, in some ways, show and prove my talent and what I can do. Now that's nerve-wracking on a normal day. If you don't know me, know this. I am the kind of person that likes to create opportunities for myself and that likes to kind of create whatever content and whatever music and whatever it is that I'm doing, choreography to the beat of my own drum, if that makes sense. And I'm in a situation, a business situation, where I'm literally having to show and prove what I can do and where my talent lies with certain things. So from the onset of this budding working relationship, I had to submit, um, you know, a song of me singing to prove that I can sing, right? For them to kind of get a sense of my voice. I submitted a song from my EP that I did years ago. They loved my sound. And so that got me the job as far as being a reference singer. In working with them, once again, the songwriter cannot sing. And so I would have to learn his songs Record myself singing the song so that they know that I am ready to be in the studio because I have the song down packed. And then I would get into this, be booked for a studio session. I'd go to the studio, three hour session. My goal was always to complete my part and singing the song in two hours, which I've always done. And um, aside from me singing the song, I also had to come up with background vocals and arrangements because the songwriter can't sing. So yes, I had the melody and the lyrics that he came up with, but I had to, you still have to bring a song to life, right? You need harmonies, you need different um, ad-libs and things that help to bring a song to life. So it's my job to do all of that. And you know, that's nerve wracking because one of the managers is always in the studio with me for every session that I'm booked to do. And um, so I wanna make sure that I'm doing my job thoroughly and that they love what I did, right? From the songwriter onto the management team. Because at the end of the day, this is business. And the purpose of getting me to sing these references is so that they can sell these songs to record labels, artists. These songs could be on movie scores or whatever may have you. So this is business. This is like about making money at the end of the day. So I always go into studio sessions prepared, as I I always say, and wanting to make sure that I'm giving my best because I want for the team to win, right? I'm a part of the team in the sense of the common goal is for these songs to get picked up, right? Now I get paid on the front end, which is my job is to go into the studio and do my thug dizzle, right? (laughs) Um, the songwriter gets paid on the back end um, and that's where the money really is, right? As the songwriter. And so after f- working with the management team for a few months, they love my work ethic, how fast I work and that I gets, gets it done, especially in the studio. And um, they have come to me making it clear that they also want to manage me. They wanna manage me as an artist You know, they feel that I have enough talent where I can be making money getting booked for shows and really getting my art, my artistry out there, my name out there as an artist. And they also, because they know that I love to write songs, want to continue to hear um, songs that I have written, right? Because if they find that or they feel that I actually do have some talents and abilities in writing songs, they would want to manage me as a songwriter as well. Because really, y'all, that's where the money is. The money is in the songwriting. And that's where Chanel's trying to be. A, I love to write songs, as I said, and B, I'm here for getting a good coin. <laughs> and so tonight, I've literally, right before I got on this spin bike, I submitted another song to them that I wrote. So this will be the third song that I've submitted to them. The first song I submitted to them, they loved. It's a song from my EP called Don't Fall Too Fast. The second song I submitted, which I'm still kind of writing and working the kinks out, but I gave them a sample of it, they were indifferent about. They wanted to hear something else. So tonight I sent them another song, a song that I had written a couple of years ago and actually recently rewrote the verses, kind of rejudged it a bit. And I'm shaking in my boots, right? Y'all know I'm a night owl, so I done sent them this song about 11.45 at night. So I'm probably not going to hear from them until sometime Monday, right? However, (laughs) a part of me is nervous because I want them to love it, right? You know how they say, when you're an artist, you're you're sensitive about your ish, right? You're sensitive about what what, what art you put out there to the world because it's so personal to you, right? Um, However as nerve-wracking as it is, and I really do want them to manage me as a songwriter. You know, I'm I'm still making sense of where I'm trying to be as an artist, but definitely as a songwriter, I would love for them to manage me, right? I've had enough time to scope them out, you know, um, and I get good vibes and good feelings. And And as I said in my last episode, my my instincts are pretty spot on. So I trust my instincts and I trust God. I've been praying about it as well. Um but I get the I get these good vibes and these feelings like I want to work with them and I would like for them to represent me, right? Um so a part of me is really hoping and praying that they like this third song so we can move forward, right? Um and so yes, I say that to say this as nerve-wracking as it is for me to submit songs. But this whole process and journey that I've been on with this management team, it's been scary, but it's been exhilarating in the same vein, right? Um, It's been pushing me and challenging me in the best of ways. It's only going to make me a stronger artist and a stronger songwriter, a stronger singer. I'm, I'm in the studio more than I have ever been. And I'm simultaneously in the studio with another bunch of amazing folks working on something else that I still can't reveal right now. So I've just been in the studio, but it's what I love, right? And for once, I'm getting paid to do something that I love to do as far as with this management team, right? I'm getting paid to do the very thing I love to do and would always do for free. And um, I'm here for the songwriting, I'm here for it. I am here for working on music, creating music, singing music, recording music, I love it. And I'm. they've even pushed me in the best of ways to do something that is so far out of my comfort zone that only my husband and one of my good girlfriends knows about. I haven't said it to anybody else and I won't reveal it just yet. This is so against everything that I do when it comes to my artistry, but I only agreed to do it, A, they felt that I'm talented enough to do it, and B, because I'm trying, I just want to challenge myself. Sometimes we have to, take the rug from under our feet and really remove ourselves from our comfort zones and allow ourselves to be challenged y'all. Like that's where growth lies. And it just hurts my heart to see some of my family members and some of my good friends really allow their fears and their insecurities and their lack of confidence to hold them back. Life is way too short to just merely exist, folks. We were all created for divine purposes. We're not just placed on this earth to just live a very mundane, purposeless life. I believe that God created every single one of us for specific reasons, Purposes and plans. We each have, and I'm going to sound very churchy when I say this, (laughs) but we each have assignments that we are on this earth to accomplish. And sometimes I wonder when God takes people, when we feel like He takes them early, is it because they have already completed their assignments? Or is it because they haven't done anything that was in alignment with their purpose or maybe it's a combination of both. I don't know. I'll have to ask him when I make it to those pearly gates when it's my time, right? But, and even coming, I can't even say coming out of this pandemic because I feel like we're still in it full throttle with, with the Delta variant and now there's some other variant. It's just, it's crazy. The way the world is and the way these times are right now, I don't know what else we need to light fire under our behinds (laughs) to get a move on to living out our purposes to at least even if you're someone who doesn't believe in God to at least live a happy life sometimes you got to take a risk and be willing to bet on yourself to live a happy life to live a fulfilled that's really what I should say to live a fulfilled life as I said in my last episode right If I'm not willing to bet on anybody else in this life, I am willing to bet on myself, right? And I feel like we're so afraid of failing. Okay, it happens. If you fail, it's okay. You either try again or maybe you say, this is not for me and you refocus, reshift, and reposition yourself in the right direction. And I'm just going to say this, y'all. I believe some of us are living our lives in such an aimless way, meaning we have no direction. And that's because God is not directing our, our path. Right. Now, for those who don't believe in Jesus Christ, like me and who are who are not Christians, if there isn't any higher power or source that you are. In alignment with relying on that's directing and ordering your steps it's gonna be life is gonna be very hard to maneuver through we can't just do this on our own folks like a lot of even our purpose is so much bigger than ourselves so if my purpose is so much bigger than myself then I definitely need to rely in my belief system on Jesus, on God, to help me with this purpose that is bigger than me, if that makes sense. Like, to just go through life with no direction, not knowing where to go, how to get there, where to be. And I think I've said this analogy before. It's like, For the drivers out there, it's like jumping in your car, you know that you want to, you know that you want to be, I'll just put it this way, you know that you're trying to get to Disneyland, you're from New York, you know as much, you know as much to know that Disneyland is located in the state of Florida, but it's like jumping in your car Without any kind of Waze app, GPS app, navigation system, and you're winging it how to get from New York to Florida. Like, how long do you think it's gonna take you to one, get to the destination? Two, how lost are you gonna be? <laughs> Three, you don't have any kind of navigational system. Who was helping you to get there? Like, it's like going through life like that. I hope that that analogy made sense. At the end of the day, we need a sense of direction. And once you have a sense of direction, that helps you to know where it is you're supposed to be, meaning your purpose. Once you have a grasp on that, when you start allowing yourself and challenging yourself to grow and to be in uncomfortable situations that are so out of your comfort zone, then you're able, even if you're shaking in your boots with fear, you're able to push through it because you understand that that's what's needed, that outcome is necessary It's it's so much bigger than you. It's even necessary for other people. Your purpose is necessary for other people and how it can inspire them, touch them, affect their lives in positive ways. It's necessary for you as well, but it's so much bigger than you and I, right? Our purpose is more than likely to be able to, to, to inspire and to help someone else other people but how can we even tap into that when we're letting our fear and our insecurities stifle us and hold us back and pigeonhole us fight through the fear I promise you what's on that other side of the door is a beautiful thing a beautiful thing that can even change your life for the better And I get it. We all battle with different things. Some of us battle with anxiety. Some of us battle with depression. Some of us have just grown up in abusive situations. Some of us grew up with toxic parents who never spoke life into us and who never um, assured us that we are capable of so much and can accomplish our dreams, right? I know people, I have loved ones who second-guess themselves all the time and it traces back to their childhood because they were always criticized by their parent or parents or sibling or whoever and always told that they weren't good enough and it beat down their self-confidence. So now that they're full-fledged adults, they always still hear that voice in their mind. There's a lot of unlearning that has to happen there, right? therapy and in, in different things right and if that's you if you share some of these similar experiences it's okay to to, to en- enroll in therapy to engage in therapy right to unlearn those unhealthy um, and toxic beliefs and, and thoughts that you have in your mind and experiences that you've had to go through like I promise you, you're capable of so much more than you think and you know, you know? um, I feel like that's been the theme of this whole year and last year. Y'all, when I found out and realized I was pregnant, I was scared, right? Not that I didn't think that I'd be able to be a good mother, but just physically scared about having to carry a baby in my womb, Praying that the baby would make it full term, praying that the baby and I would get through labor and delivery. Like it's a very real thing. You know, you don't know until you're you're pregnant and you're going through the process yourself. After a while, every doctor's appointment, every prenatal visit had, it brought on its level of anxiety for me because I wanted to make sure that I was healthy enough so that my baby was healthy, Right. So I like from 2019, I found out I was pregnant in November of 2019, which meant I I technically got pregnant in October of 2019. From that point on, oh, my goodness, like the fear of that and then wanting to make sure that I would be a good mom. And and then from that into just this pandemic and being pregnant and having a baby during that and then from there to you know, still plugging away at these different brands and whatnot. Like, I have been out of my comfort zone in more ways than one, scared, out of my mind, (laughs) but I would push through it all. And just to think a year later, I was able to, with God's help, have a healthy baby boy, beautiful baby boy, um, be his mom for over a year, keep him alive with my husband, <laughs> um, enjoy that journey and learn a lot there. And just even, you know, with um, where mover Finesse is, there are things I'm working on, we're working on in that vein that I can't discuss that are definitely scary, but I to, taking chances, leaps of faith and pushing through the fear and working with this management team and getting back to my artistry and recording in the studio all the time, pushing through my fear. Like, it's real, but I've never felt better. I've never felt more aligned with my God-given purpose. I've never felt more fulfilled. And um, I'm telling you from experience, because y'all know I like to speak from experience, from experience, and I'm going through it as we speak. I'm with you. I'm here with you. Don't let your fear stifle you, you gotta push past it. <clears throat> Once again, as I always say, don't be afraid to fail. It's okay. It happens from time to time. If it does happen, you reshift, you refocus, and you figure out what the next step is or what the, or reposition yourself in a direction that is more um, in alignment with what it is you should be doing and where you're trying to go. Um, but you got to push past it. I've also learned through all these these different uh, pathways I've been on, not every opportunity knocks twice. So sometimes it, we're real quick to pass on opportunities, pass up on different things that come our way out of our own fear, but just know not all opportunities come knocking at your door twice sometimes that was it and if you opted out now other times of course you may have other opportunities um, or similar opportunities that come your way again but we can't always bank on that there are a lot of times where you have that one chance and you either make it or you break it, you know? Um, But either way, allowing ourselves to be uncomfortable helps us to, to grow ultimately. And I believe we should always, as I often say, be striving to grow in life. We should always be striving to grow, right? Merely existing, how are you growing when you're just merely existing? when when your mood is always meh and life is always eh, you know? So I just wanna encourage, empower, and implore you to push past the fear. I'm doing it as we speak. And it's a beautiful thing. If nothing else, it shows you what you're made of. Um, this is not meant to be a long Episode, You know, I do need to wash my funky tail as I just finished working out. But that was on my heart to just share. Moving forward, episodes will be released every Friday. That's the plan. So please make sure that you tune in. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. I have some fun things coming down the pipes. um, And, you know, I'm going to keep hitting you with episodes every week. Um, and hopefully this one resonated with someone, has encouraged and helped you in some kind of way, has challenged your thinking maybe. Um, but yeah, man, y'all, life is way too short. We gotta, we gotta, we, we gotta go for the gusto. I'll end with this again. I shared last week that one of my husband's good childhood friends passed away unexpectedly of COVID. Please stay safe out there, y'all. Continue to wear your masks get vaccinated um like i feel like we are just in the twilight zone at this point the moment just when it seems like we're coming out of the pandemic here it goes with um variants and um i was watching the news today yorktown which is in westchester new york they're they're gearing to to lock certain things down it's crazy um so please stay safe make wise choices and um wear your masks get vaccinated all that jazz um y'all know i'm the conspiracy theorist as i said before i always feel like the government has an agenda that is not in our favor but with this crazy thing going on and all these variants I'd rather take the risk and get vaccinated than not get vaccinated and get sick and 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 and, and it be a fatal situation. So um, that's why I say get vaccinated. Um, but life is short. And with my husband's friend passing away unexpectedly and we got that home going service this weekend, it really just reminded me again, like we ain't got no time to waste y'all. After 2020, 2021, I don't know what it's going to take for us to recognize that we don't have the time that we think we have. And to wake up, get up and start living out your purpose. It's like so far beyond making your dreams come true. Live out your purpose, right? Um, And so just, I'm hoping that something sticks, something lands from this episode. Um, it might not have been as um, animated and as entertaining as last week's, but I'm just really hoping that this this helps somebody. Um, it was on my heart to do this. I need to go to bed now. <laughs> um, I have to get my day started earlier than usual tomorrow with the baby, so thank you so much. Continue to check us out. Um, shout outs to my girl Tay she's a former coworker of mine um, right before I jumped on the Peloton bike I saw a message on my phone go off and it was her encouraging me um, on my post with me advertising that season two episode one was out of this podcast and she was like I just finished listening to it super dope content great content keep it going and Thank you, Tay, for always showing love to me, to Complex Simplicity. I appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. She has um, a radio show called Good Friday Radio. Follow them on Instagram. She goes by Styles, the hip-hop goddess. Um, also, I want to put a plug in there for my sis-niece. We do Move and Finesse together, but she also just launched a podcast. They do it on Instagram Live. It's her Mr. Majestic and another man, I can't remember what he goes by, but their podcast is called Let's Talk Real. Follow them on Instagram. Once again, they do their podcast live pretty much Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Um, I'm also working to um, make sure that I'm supporting people in my life that are doing dope and amazing things and just black owned businesses, brands um, in general. Um, And so I will shout out what I know that's super dope out there. So please check in with those two podcasts, radio shows that I just discussed. Continue to rock out with your girl. Um, I appreciate it. Um, And until next time, stay safe, be healthy. Love y'all.